Hello, welcome everybody to this uh, special bonus episode of Flickr Effect. Uh, we unfortunately didn't get a chance to record this past weekend, so we decided to jump on midweek and talk a little bit about some news, a uh, short episode, uh, especially considering some of the stuff that's been happening this week. Thought we shouldn't wait till next Sunday, so here we are. By the way, I'm David Lott. Joining me for this is Bobby Jackson. Hey, what's up? Yasha Wilson. Hey, 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 everybody. And Michelle Hillard. Hello, everyone. So, hi, guys. Welcome on a Wednesday. Wednesday, hey. the tr- August 21st, hey. to be exact. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Uh, so, what's been going on? I mean, let's jump right into the biggest thing. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, let's just dive right in. Yeah. So, uh, if you listen to this, you've probably heard or you've seen on Twitter, or you've seen anywhere on the internet, that uh, Spider-Man's involvement in the MCU seems to be in jeopardy. If not, it's already done. But at this point, I would say it's in jeopardy. Um, A Deadline article came out, what was that, yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. It was yesterday, on Tuesday. Uh, pointing out that apparently there is a standoff between Disney and Sony about the the kind of deal they have in place for having uh, Spider-Man in the MCU and having uh, Marvel Studios involved with the production of the Sony Spider-Man films. Um, I, I can kind of cover this, uh, but Bobby, I have a feeling you know it probably better than I do, so maybe you can kind of fill everyone in for those who don't know what's happening. Yeah, so as you said, it was covered in Deadline, who broke the story yesterday, um, basically about this essential split between Sony and Disney using the character of Spider-Man. And uh, I have the article here, so I'm going to read a few parts of it to just give better context to the conversation. The deadline so, article, right? The, the deadline article, correct. So uh, one part of it says, Disney asked that future Spider-Man films be a 50-50 co-financing arrangement between the studios, and there were discussions that this might extend to other films in the Spider-Man universe. Sony turned that offer down flat. Sources said that Sony, led by Tom Rothman and Tony Vincigera, came back with other configurations, but Disney didn't want to do that. But Sony did not want to share its biggest franchise and says, sure, Disney would be putting up half the funding, but the risk is in how much you are going to make back in profit. Disney wasn't at all interested in continuing the current terms where Marvel receives in the range of 5% of first dollar grosses, sources said. So, essentially, we're looking at the fact that um, Marvel or Marvel slash Disney pulled back after making a initial offer of splitting the co-financing 50-50, which would mean that they would get 50% of the profits now up from the 5% that they had already had in the previous arrangement. And Sony didn't agree to that but it's not that they just wanted to do 50% of the Spider-Man films they wanted it across the board of all the Spider-Man related films that Sony has coming out so Sony was like no we're not going to do that and they stepped away and then some of the other sources I was reading were saying that 
Sony even came back with an offer of a 70-30 split, but just for the Spider-Man films. But Disney did not want to do that either. So that essentially led to um, them pulling away Sony, uh, Marvel and Disney from the table to say, we're not going to be involved in these movies going forward. And so that kind of leads us to where we're at now, where no one knows if they're still talking or if they're just taking a break or what's going on exactly right now. All right. So uh, I know at the, by the way, at the beginning of the show, uh, we introduced everyone, including Yasha. And unfortunately now Yasha's connection is not quite working out and he's no longer with us on the show. Um, but uh, I was going to say, so I was curious to kind of get you guys together to talk about this because it's, it's kind of funny after this news is broke and kind of being on Twitter and seeing reaction. It's like, everyone seems to now be kind of like taking their sides. Like is everyone, you know, there's people that are upset feeling like Sony is to blame here that they should just go along with whatever Disney basically wants. And there's definitely other people, other people on the opposite side that are really upset at Disney for having a deal in place already with Sony and now trying to change it and being uh, kind of a bully in the situation, it seems like. So I'm kind of curious to see where you guys stand. Um, as as Yasha was breaking up, and I'll try to kind of quickly recap what it sounded like he was <laughs> trying to tell us, is that it sounds like Yasha is definitely taking the, the, the point of view that Sony is to blame here, that really... Sony hasn't had a lot of success making uh, money making Spider-Man films, at least not recently on their own. And uh, they don't really have a foot to stand on. It sounds like is what he was saying, that they really should just kind of go along with what Disney wants to do here. I'm kind of curious to hear what your guys's point of view is. And Bobby, maybe I'll go to you next. How do you feel about this whole thing? So when the news initially broke, my first assumption just upon hearing the news without getting a chance to read the story i felt as though this was a sony thing that they were at fault here because um there had been a a, a general idea that the possibility had was there that they could pull uh, spider-man back from marvel and disney because um we had recently heard that there was a deal to where if this Spider-Man, latest Spider-Man movie, Far From Home, didn't make a billion dollars, then they would be able to have creative control back for Spider-Man. So the the idea that that was even a possibility just led to the 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 a general feeling that maybe if there was something wrong here, Sony was going to be the ones who were the people at fault. But then once I read the story and and was looking into exactly what was being asked, I started to fall towards the line that Disney seems to be at fault here just because um, they already control 100% of merchandising for Spider-Man, which includes um, toys and stuff like that. And so that's all theirs. That's always been all theirs. And when they first came to this deal, their deal was, okay, we have 5% that we'll get from any of the the movies that you guys do that Sony does. And we also will essentially take the lead creatively in helping to mold and, and sculpt these movies. 
And then this deal was expired. And so I can understand them coming to the table to want to sort of renegotiate things because now that Spider-Man's the biggest movie of Sony's, all of Sony's movies, it's understandable that maybe Disney might want to get a little bit more of that, which that's fine. But to go from 5% to 50% is where I feel like they were really pressing hard against Sony. Um, especially if, if it's true that Sony tried to counter offer with a, a 70, 30 split. And then it's even more. So it seems to go beyond that, that they wanted a 50, 50 on all Spider-Man films, like not just the Spider-Man character, but whether it's Venom or Craven, the Hunter or the black cat and, um, Silver Sable movie, whatever else was going to come out, they wanted to do the 50-50 co-financing to get that, uh, you know, 50% back. And so I can understand Sony's position of saying, wait, you know, we like what we had, and sure, we wouldn't mind offering you a little bit more, but we're not going to let you dig that deep into our pockets. I mean, it's, 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 we own the character, so we you know should get the lion's share of whatever is made from that character especially specifically since they can only get that from the movies and don't get any of the merchandising so to me that that means that um it seems like disney had an idea of what they wanted to do and if it didn't work they were willing to step away which really sucks because of how intro integrated spider-man is into the mcu now with all the different uh storylines that he has coming out of his last movie and where the history he's had so far with the with the mcu so for them to be so willing to kind of throw that all away it just it just makes me scratch my head because i, I don't understand why um they want so much when they already have so much uh it just seems like it's it's not a a winning situation for anyone at this point if they do back away from everything. So that's pretty much my stance. That it's basically at this point Disney that's the bad guys in this situation. Uh, Michelle, your thoughts? Um, kind of fifty fifty on it. Like, there's a big part of me that just feels like Disney is a money grubbing cash machine. And that's really what their their end goal is here at this point, and and I get it. And the other part of me also is concerned about the outlook of the films and the storylines as a whole continuing a cohesive idea. Um, and so part of me is like, well, Disney should have their way, and Sony's just being a punk and holding out. And then part of me is like, oh, I mean, I, I I see both of these things happening. Honestly, like I get it, I get why this is a thing, <laughs> and it sucks, but. I don't know. I guess I don't know. I don't know really. I I think it's a big hot mess, and I honestly just wish that they could figure out something so that basically audiences aren't going to get the shaft on the end of the stick. Yeah, I think that's I'm, where I'm at. I'm kind of with you. I I, I see both sides because oh. I mean, as you explained it, Bobby. Yeah, I I get Sony's position that the idea of their their biggest money maker at the studio right now 
Mm-hmm. Oh, you're gonna want to co-finance fifty-fifty, but yeah, fifty-fifty profits. Like that's right. That's that's rough. Like, but then at the same side, yeah, I I get Disney's position. Mm-hmm. I mean, Disney has a lot, and now with the Fox stuff and however they're going to produce films coming from that with Fantastic Four and X Men, starting to include them in the MCU, and you know this idea that Kevin Feige maybe is getting stretched a little thin because now he's got the stuff on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. It it seems to me it's basically Disney saying like, well, like he is being stretched kind of thin and the studio is being stretched a little thin. And look, if we're going to be involved with Spider-Man two, it's going to have to be really worth it for us. Otherwise, you know what? We're good. Which also tells me that it, it, it seems like it was much, very much a priority, excuse me, to have Spider-Man involved in the, what are we calling it now? The infinity saga Mm-hmm. Of the that, right. that was those first three phases of the MCU, but now that that is over, maybe it's a position that having Spider-Man included in the MCU isn't as much a priority. Like right, where they go, well, it wasn't as much of a priority. I mean, we had ideas for it, but they weren't like major, major, like on the front burner ideas with Spider-Man. And honestly, if we had to cut it, we'd figure it out. And I think that's yeah. More where I mean, I it. think Marvel's. Studios and Disney are just taking this position of like we have an, um, enough toys to play with that mm-hmm. if we're going to be involved with Spider-Man too, it really has to be worth it for us. And if not, you know what? Kevin's busy enough. Yeah, he he's doesn't really need to deal with it. And I'm also saying this from a position to be clear. I don't I don't think I'm as emotionally affected by this whole situation as maybe a lot of people are. I mean, hey. I love Tom Holland as Spider-Man, and I love yeah. that he was able to be in the MCU. And obviously, Tom Holland's not going away, but um, I, I loved Homecoming. And yeah, I wasn't as big of a fan of Far From Home, but I, I loved Homecoming, and I love him in the MCU. Don't get me wrong. I don't want him to go away, but I'm also not like... I don't know. For me, it's not like a heartbreaking situation. I'm just kind of like, oh, okay, well, that that sucks. But but at the same time, the MCU has plenty of stories to tell, and they don't really have to include Spider-Man. And I, I wish that Marvel Studios just 100% had Spider-Man, and Disney had, or Marvel had never sold it off, the film rights. Right. Oh, no, totally. But they did, and this is the situation we're in. And and that was all before Marvel was its own studio. I mean, that was years yeah, Disney, and years. Disney will, Disney will just fix it. They'll just buy Sony. It's, it's what they do. I was going to say, at the end of the day, what's going to happen is the, the powerhouse that is Disney will just buy Sony in, in a year or two. So, it's, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, it'll be fine. I mean, we kid, but we don't. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah. 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 yeah, I don't know. That's where I am. I, I see both sides it's more just in general it's just like it's too bad it's kind of how i feel it sucks but i get where sony is i get where disney is yeah like it sucks but but if you had to fault someone who would you say oh man i that's the problem i don't know if i can i guess if i had to fault someone I don't know. I don't. That's I'm, I mean, I, I think I'm this, really 50 50 on it. That's I think it's who brought okay, this so, whole who brought this whole thing to the, the table. Was it Disney? 
that well, started up the whole conversation. And then, yeah, and that point, was like, a question I had, contract I had for you, Bobby, to be clear. So uh, was this a matter of the, the deal that they had in place was still in place for like the next two Spider-Man films and Disney no. is going, hey, we want to change it or it was already no. over? Like the deal was done. Like there, I, From my understanding, it was a matter of um, the time had come to where it was time to start to uh, look for the future and what we're going to do. So it was like a, a plan thing. And from what I, what I was reading in the in the um, in the article, it said that these these talks have been going on for months. Hmm. So this isn't like it just popped up. So, so if, they were already in negotiations. So with that in mind, if this is a matter of, OK, it was time to renegotiate because the deal they had in place was already kind of complete and we needed to figure out a new one, then I, it makes me definitely less willing to blame Disney on this. Like if I was going to say, if yeah. this were Disney coming in to go, hey, uh, by the way, the deal we had, because I've heard those rumblings and you probably know who I'm talking about, Bobby. I've heard those rumblings on Twitter from certain people who are like. No, like Disney made a deal and it's maybe it sucks, but they should have just stuck with it. And but if but if, if that deal's if done, that, if that deal's done, it's time to renegotiate. And you look at how successful these films have been since Marvel Studios has been involved. What do you think Disney's gonna do? I was gonna say, I, I don't know. That's why I'm really 50 50. Because I mean, well, I well, guess where I, 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 I'm sort of trying to understand in your 50 50. Where, um, okay, where do you see uh, the fault in in Sony's position? Like, what, in your opinion, have they are they doing wrong? Or I, that, I, and that's, them to be that's where I'm in the 50-50s. I don't really see a fault in Sony's position. I agree. If I were Sony, I would also deny it. I basically, my, my position is, the fault is that we're in this situation at all. The fault, right. the fault is, that, is that Marvel back in the day had to sell the film rights. And and unfortunately, I, I don't disagree with Sony. I mean, for Sony to go, hey, 50-50, that's way too much. Like, I completely agree with them. And I would back out, too, and go, you know what? Like, we've got a great actor, Spider-Man, now. We, we can make movies on our own. We don't need help. We'll just do it on our and own. And we don't necessarily need you at this point in time. But if they've come back and they've said 70-30, and Disney's like, no, 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 then... I, I don't know. Like I, I, I have to agree with Sony. If the contract is over, they're like, "Well, why the fuck would we want to give you a half?" Hell no. We're riding this money train. You can't yeah, and that's blame the thing. Them. Yasha, Yasha, before he was starting to break up and we couldn't really hear him, he was saying he he was sort of asking us, "What has Sony really done in terms of uh, you know having the Spider-Man franchise working for them?" And the the statistic that I had read was that there has been no Spider-Man movie under Sony that hasn't made at least seven hundred million. So they've all been profitable for Spider-Man right. or for Sony. It was just a matter of when they made the deal with Marvel slash Disney. It was more from a creative standpoint to sort of reinvigorate the character. But he was already still making money. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that. Um, they just had what a lot of people consider the best Spider-Man movie, which is uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And they did that with no help from Marvel slash Disney. Right. And that won Oscars. So, I mean, they are doing right with what they have. And, you, I mean, regardless of whether you liked it or not, 
Venom made $800 million. So, I mean, they don't technically need Marvel, but it's just nice having the character in the MCU to be able to interact with other MCU characters like Captain America and Iron Man and, and Doctor Strange and the Avengers in general. So I would like to see more of that interaction, whether it was in a Spider-Man movie or Spider-Man in the MCU movies. But, I mean, I I totally get that if they pulled him out of the MCU, that the character would still make money. I just think that if you do that, he makes less money than if you keep him in. Yeah. No, I I, mean, I agree. I, I agree with everything. <laughs> it's kind of where I am. And, I, and that's why I go back to the the situation sucks. And it just kind of is what it is, is where I am. I, I'm not willing to take either position of, damn you, Disney, you should just take it or take the 70-30 and do it. Like, I, I get where they're coming from, but I get I get where Sony's coming from. Right. So I'm just, that's where I am where this just sucks. And it, it's terrible. And not to and to be clear, even though I said I'm not like I'm, I don't, I'm not as emotionally involved. I mean, I want him to stay too. I do. Yeah. But I can also I don't know. I just also kind of just accept it. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I I I want him to stay in the MCU. I want him to be able to interact with the other characters. But at the same time, like I get Sony's position on this, and I and I get Disney's. I, I get both sides, and honestly, just. In the end, unfortunately, it just seems like it kind of sucks for the fans. Like, yeah. this is a no-win situation for the fans. Like, we're going to wind up with either... Well, no, that's not. That's a lie. It's not a no-win situation. The, the best outcome, I think, for fans is p- fans want him to stay in the MCU. So, obviously, they want Sony to cave and just go with the flow and let Disney take it over. But, well, not take it over, but you know what I mean. Or vice versa. I mean, because I've definitely seen a position of, damn you, Disney, why are you like asking for so much you know i don't i don't i mean i don't think it's all like hey sony just do it i think there's a lot of people that are like disney why are you asking for so much just right can we, can we negotiate a little bit like can we get a little weird i think everybody just wants to see him stay in the mcu at the end of the day and that's where the fans are at yeah. and unfortunately i got i have a feeling that's not gonna be what's gonna happen right what do you guys think of like because you do see both sides of it and i'm having a little bit of a harder time seeing Disney's position in this where do you see Disney's position like what what do you see in them that you you understand where they're coming from my position is I guess going to the you know the stuff we the rumblings we've heard about like Disney having this position I forget where I read that and I've read this aside from Sony's statement because Sony made a statement um, Mm -hmm. that Kevin Feige is Disney fears that he's being stretched a little thin you know, especially considering the new Disney Plus stuff that he's actually involved in, um, and, and I, I get that 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 makes sense to me. I, I get the position that hey, we have enough toys to play with, especially with the new properties we just acquired that we haven't figured out what we're going to do with yet, or at least we haven't told anybody what we're going to do with them yet. Right. Um, that I can understand that position of. Yeah, Sony's great, and if they could have their way, they would just own this film rights to Sony again. But unfortunately, they don't. And you know what? Like, if we're going to be involved, it needs to be more financially worth it for us. Like, for Kevin Feige to be a creative head creative producer on Sony-made Spider-Man films, we need to get more money out of it. Otherwise, you know what? Kevin Feige has enough to do. Yeah. Like, I get that position. 
So I, I get the position to go, you know what? I guess we'll be willing to let him be involved in your films, but it, we're going to have to really get some money out of this. And yeah. if not, you know what? You guys are good. Have, have a good time with Spider-Man. We've got other things we can do. That's Does that make sense? It does. And I, I, I can see that and agree with it. I guess my my hesitance in, in, in taking more of that position is, that, is just that that 50% is pretty hard to swallow. Like, I mean, 30% sounds like it was nice bump from 5%, but to go all the way to 50, that's where I guess I kind of, I, I, I don't seem to be able to align with their take. If it's just that it comes down to that literal 50, 50 and they won't budge on that. I feel like what that says to me is that, you know, I feel like they were willing to do the 5% deal back when they were because that applied to the Sony Spider-Man films, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, then they also gave them the ability to use Spider-Man in their own films. Right. Um, but it, what this says to me for them to do this is that maybe they don't really have a plan to use Spider-Man in Marvel films all that much anymore. And f- for them to really want to be involved, it's like, well, that means we're going to have to make more money off the ones you guys make. Like, that's at least kind of, I mean, we don't know that. I'm just totally speculating here, but it's just kind of. No, it makes sense to me. It says to me, but I don't know. But I guess it, well, see, to me, I guess it feels like if they didn't have much plans with Spider-Man to be more involved going forward, then they wouldn't need as much money because they probably wouldn't have to worry too much. Kevin Feige wouldn't have to involve himself as much if they don't really have that that myth that much plans for the character in the MCU and if it was only just about the next Spider-Man movie or the you know that's a singular thing as opposed to worrying about how to squeeze him into MCU movies as well but then it's also like um I get like maybe if they wanted 50-50 just for Spider-Man but to also want it and creative aspects of the next Venom movie and the next whatever, fill in the blank of any of the Spider-Man, Spider-Verse type characters, that's where it's kind of like, well, you're asking to be a part of that aspect where Sony wasn't asking you to do that. You're trying to take it upon yourself to include that work for yourself. When we don't want that, we just want you to be more involved with just the Spider-Man franchise. Right. Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. I don't know. Again, I get, I get the both points. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's. Yeah. yeah. Well, like you said, it, I mean, it really, just hopefully they just figure it out and, hopefully they and work it out. Um, I mean, we're basically already out of time for what we were planning on doing here. But real quick, I want to ask, quick shot, did, Michelle, do you want a, a Matrix Four or not? I, uh, no, I don't want a Matrix 4. Did you like any of the Matrix films? Okay. I'm saddened at this moment right now. No, I, no. Hey, to be clear, the way I asked that, if it came across, I, I'm asking just to recap, like, did you like the Matrix films or not? I, I, I absolutely loved the first Matrix film. Okay. Like, religiously over and over viewing, mm-hmm. quoting things. That film's amazing. And honestly, I need to rewatch it to see how it's standing up right now. But I have a feeling I'm still going to like it no matter what. The other two Matrix films, not so much a fan. They weren't the worst. They weren't the best. And when you hold them up to the first film, they just don't compare. 
So no, I don't want a fourth film because the second and the third one were not good. Bobby, what's your take? Uh, Matrix Four apparently is happening. Do you do you want to see it or not? So, for sure, yeah. Because I actually had heard someone saying uh, somewhere else a, a good title for this, which could play into the aspects of the movie, would be uh, Matrix Rebooted, and it could easily have to where if you know the Matrix and it being sort of a computer-ish type thing, you could see where the potential could come in for storyline and doing different things. And I feel like because of where Keanu is in his career right now, um, having him kind of come back to this franchise and essentially kind of get a do-over, I don't know that they would retcon two and three, but I agree with Michelle. I, I didn't care for those two. There's some things in them that were good, but ultimately I don't care for those two movies. Um, but just for him to come back to it, Carrie Ann Moss to come back to it, and I think is is it Lana Wachowski that's doing it, or is it Laura? Uh, I don't remember. I'd have to look. Really I want to say it's Lana, but for one of the Wachowskis to come back and and have the passion and some sort of idea of what they would want to do with this one, just has me hopeful that we're back in that time where we're able to get some of these franchises a, a second chance and a, and a new start and, and to uh, kind of wipe the bad taste of your out of your mouth from what they've done in the past. So, so I, I guess I'm, I'm I didn't realize it's only one of the Wachowskis that's making the fourth film, not both of them. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. We don't know why, but uh, yeah, that seems to be the case. Interesting. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. My point of view is, I guess I'm, I'm kind of indifferent until I I know more. <laughs> like, I want to be excited because I'm with you guys. I love the first Matrix film. Like, I absolutely love the first Matrix film. The other two films, I feel like I enjoy them more maybe than most, but I'm with you. For the most part, they are they have problems. But there are things within them, kind of like what you said, Bobby, that I do like a lot. So it makes me want to kind of give them some respect, but yeah, overall I, I I'm with you. They're they're not great. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, I and I could see where you could go with a fourth film, but at the same time, considering how the trilogy ended, I'm kind of like. That's... I feel like anything you do to kind of continue this franchise is just going to be a. It's going to make me eye roll a little bit. Like, oh God, really? Are we doing that? Like. I don't know. That's that's kind of where I am. So I'm very skeptical. But yeah, I mean, Keanu with his career right now, having him revisit the Matrix, it could be interesting. I, mean, I could watch a trailer and completely change my tune and be like, oh my God, I can't wait. We'll, I, that's why I'm kind of indifferent right now. I guess, yeah, I mean, you never know where it's going to land. It could right. be one of the ones that come out and try after so long and fall flat, or it could be something that's really good, like a Blade Runner, you know, it's just you don't know what you'll get. But yeah. to me, um, having someone that was part of the franchise from the beginning and how revolutionary it was with the the effects, like the bullet time and just the action and the the homages to kung fu and everything else, I feel like however many years later it's been now, the technology that we currently have and, and maybe the ideas that couldn't have been done back then that can be done now maybe lends itself to something 
getting something special again from that uh, franchise. So that's what I kind of lean towards the way I'm looking at it and, and looking forward to it. And I already have my ticket for the uh, Matrix that's coming back to theaters for, I think it's just a week. I forget when it is. I think it's at the end yeah, of this month that. or next month. Yeah, oh, And it's supposed to be the 4K, like, restored version. Mm. So I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Yeah. Oh, that's hot. I got to go see that. By the way, it's Lana Wachowski that is directing. So okay. I was just going to... it's Lily Wachowski. So I was just going to jump sorry. in. Unfortunately, I'm still going with a no, because when I look at the track record from the Wachowski siblings, separate or together... Since the Matrix, <laughs> yeah, there's that too. Yeah, the track record's not super stellar here, guys. Like, it's not great, <laughs> and so it doesn't lead me in a faith of this could really be mind blowing. Now, I'm not saying that. Well, Bobby's well, Bobby said specifically, you know, like with the advancements in our technology and the special effects, I think that could be mind blowing. Storyline, on the other hand, and the way it gets done, I'm not. My faith isn't there for that, so I'm. I'm going to go. Let's just. Mm. Can we just nip this in the bud now and not, not do this? <laughs> That'd be great. Would you have rather they? Because it seemed like they were doing something one way or the other, and we had heard at one point in time that maybe they were going to be doing a uh, Matrix with uh, Michael B. Jordan either as Morpheus or possibly a new character continuing on from the last Matrix. Would you have rather that than this or I, I don't some, even whoa. I don't even think I want something new, fresh take on. I don't I don't it's it's good. We got it. It's in the box. Like I don't think there needs to be anything. A sequel or a reboot or a remake or it just did no. Hmm. I'm good. Good where we are made my peace with two and three where I'm happy with the first one. I'm good. I'd be curious to like aesthetically how it'll be handled considering I feel like the matrix is very much a product of the late nineties. Oh, totally. Very much has a look about it. Yes. (laughs) It is late nineties. Like, are they just going to kind of keep that for a future film? (laughs) And if it's successful and anything past that, or is it going to like, like you said, if it's somewhat of a kind of reboot, is it going to take a whole different look? I don't know. I'm just curious. I'm very, I'm definitely curious about it. I'm also extremely skeptical. I don't have high hopes. No. Not really at all. But <laughs> I like Keanu. I love the first Matrix. So, I mean, I, I'm watching with hope and seeing what happens. <laughs> that's where I am. <laughs> uh, that's all I got. Unless somebody really quick has anything else they want to jump in with. Any other news that I'm forgetting really fast? Yeah. One real quick thing. Um, what did you think of the James Bond title? The new 007. It's uh, no time to no time to die. Die, right? Yeah. Uh, that's fine. I mean, I don't know. I've never been one. I think that's too big on like when the title title reveals happen. Like reading too much into it. I guess I don't know. It seems like a good Bond kind of title. It does to me. It, it harkens back to the novels a little bit more, and it's more the way the older stories were. Like it kind of gives that feel to it, and yet on the same side, it kind of gives that. 
ain't got no time for that. James Bond ain't got no time to die. (laughs) I ain't got no time for that. And so it's like, I'm kind of back and forth on it. Part of me is like, oh, it kind of reminds me of more of the book titles. It kind of gives, you know, die another day. And I don't know. It just seems a little more like that. But then it also kind of has this weird, I don't know. I like the title treatment, the look of the font of it. Yeah, I did like that too, I'll say. I'll I'll say overall I liked it, but... Did you read the the kind of quick story... No. kind of description i did not i read that today that i don't know no, i didn't hear about that i don't think i don't know where i read it but i definitely read it uh yeah i don't yeah. know what to think about that but oh well do you kind of can summarize what it said i don't really know i don't have it in front of me and i can try to find it as i summarize but it sounds like basically he's uh he's retired or he's oh, out okay. he's out and like chilling in jamaica and mm-hmm. he's kind of long story short pulled back in <laughs> Okay. And yeah, I, I, I did know about that. Okay. I thought it was something different, maybe. Of course, yeah, he retires in Jamaica. That. I saw that today. I don't know retired. how long that's been out there, but I, I mean, kind of, if it was associated with the title reveal. It seemed like it, what I saw was like, okay, and this too, like, oh, okay, I didn't know that. I think I saw it out there around the time, and this maybe has been, I guess, about a month at this point, when they were saying that Lashana Lynch was going to be playing uh, 007. Right. And people were kind of getting upset. Right. And then I think I saw it around that time that they were saying, no, hold on. She's playing 007. Bond has essentially retired. So uh, the 007 moniker is up for grabs. She's not playing right. James Bond, which is what everyone seemed like they were getting in a tizzy about is that she was playing a female James Bond, but that wasn't the case. Right. Makes sense. But it totally makes sense. And I think if you actually really enjoy James Bond, you would understand the distinction between playing 007 and playing James Bond. Yes. But yeah, let's just not get into that. Right. Yeah. People will call themselves real Bond fans. Ugh. Ugh. Jeez. <laughs> I hope I'm never in a room with them. Everybody knows that. Oh, I'm just saying, everybody who's a James Bond fan understands the difference between playing 007 and playing James Bond. Two different things. All right. I'm not snarky at all. With that. <laughs> uh, unless anybody has anything else, and I can't think of anything. I was I was maybe going to bring up the James Bond thing, but you did it, did it for me, Bobby, so thank you. Uh, with that, we're going to get out of here. As always, we would love to hear back from anyone listening. You can email us at feedback at flickereffect.com with your questions and comments. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at flicker underscore effect. Uh, these episodes are also on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash flicker effect. Um, we should be recording our next episode. What is that? 303 this coming weekend. Um, I don't really see a reason why we would not be. Um, that'll be our last episode before Michelle and I we go to Dragon Con. Dragon Con. Um, Do so. you plan on having uh, watched anything for Sunday? Uh, hopefully. <laughs> I've been watching <laughs> any any particular movie or I've been I've been watching some I Zombie lately. He has. Oh. <laughs> um, season one, getting under the belt. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna, I really want to go see, um, what's it? What's the movie? Why am I blanking on the name? Ready or not? Ready or not. I do want to see that. (laughs) How did I know? Yeah, that's come out. That's right. Uh, If I could get, if I could get a chance, I'd like to take a break from my costume making and go see that. 
that'll be my goal for the weekend to see Ready or Not and probably uh, Angel Has Fallen, I think it is, this uh, one. So that's the goal. Why am I? This is how sad I am. Why am I drawing a blank on what I saw before the last episode that we ended up not recording? Oh, wow. You, act, you went to go see something in the theater? Yeah. What did I see? Um, Good Boys, maybe? No. Not in the, what did I, I watched something that I was like, oh, I'm going to talk about this. And I'm drawing a blank. See, my mind has been a mess since pre-Dragon Con getting ready with what I've been getting ready. I, I, I'm... I'm completely lost. I mean, you talked about scary stories. Yeah, I did talk about scary stories. It's all in dark. Oh, so you did see something beyond that, though. Yeah, the episode you weren't. Well, no, I mean, yeah, I, I thought I did, but maybe I didn't. Uh, anyway, <laughs> moving on. We got we to gotta go. I need to go to sleep. Uh, I'm getting weird looks from Michelle. It's freaking me out. Um, yeah, with that, I'm David Lott. I'm Bobby Jackson. And I'm Michelle Hillard. Thanks for listening.